Hello, everyone. This is the Gabriella, Maria, Teresa, and Scott show, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. I'm Scott. And I'm Gabby. All right. Welcome, everybody. The gift everybody. of Gab. Oh, gosh, not that same tired joke. We'll probably we'll probably have to hear that every week. Yes. So you might not want to tune in every week if you don't want to hear I, that. I, I, no, 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 we want them to tune in every okay, week. Okay, well, go ahead and tune in, but maybe just try to tune out as she's saying that. Oh, man. You know, we're going to start with a real special guest today. Um, you know, this is, this is quite an accomplishment to get a person like this in the studio. We have one of the former presidents of, of France uh, who began his uh, career as a humble French soldier, during the Nazi occupation, became the leader of the, of the Free French. Some people may begin to know who I'm talking about here. Later, founded the uh, Fifth Republic. Uh, Mr. Producer, if you would please send in Mr. Charles de Gaulle. Mr. Charles de Gaulle. I'm getting a sign. Mr. Charles de Gaulle. Um, Scott, I know I don't look smart. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm always told to just be pretty. Don't talk. Oh, you're hot. I know. I don't know what this has to do with... He's dead. What do you mean he's dead? He's been dead, like, for, I don't know, decades or centuries, for a very long time. Whoa. Well, this is a little embarrassing. <laughs> you um, should be embarrassed. You're supposed to be the smarter one. You know, I gave the producer the guest list, mm -hmm. and for this week, and only Is it like a Charles de Gaulle impersonator? Uh, it's Charles de Gaulle. Um, you know, my, my producer, I, I was told, had a can-do kind of an attitude. Are you talking about Dustin? Uh, Dustin. Or do you have a different yeah. producer that does special things for you, like pick up um, shirts for you? Well, maybe we, maybe maybe uh, Charles can come next week. But he's, he's, you know, let's just move on. Well. He's dead. Well, that's a little bit disappointing because I had all of these... Um, very penetrating interview questions for him. Um, but Do you have any other guests? Maybe, maybe another one of your guests. I mean, if he's, if he's. Are you feeling okay today? The heat's getting to you here. If he's dead, that's gonna. We'll, we'll take him off the guest list. Yeah, okay, good, yeah. if he's just not going to show up but like this, it's not. Gonna you look work a little flushed. We look a little flushed today. Well, I, I didn't exactly have a great weekend. What happened? Um, well, I, I went on, and you probably won't even believe it as I begin the story, but I actually had a date this weekend. No. <laughs> like a real date? A real date. Well, a like real date. Like not one that you had to, like, pay the be your date? Uh, n n no. I know you do that sometimes. No, I probably would pay. Um, uh, it, yeah, I'll probably be paying before you know it. But it hadn't come to that yet. But this was, this was set up by a couple of friends. Um, so I guess that... She was somebody that they already knew liked relatively stupid guys with uh, sloped foreheads. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I seem like I might, I might fit that. Special. And, uh, but, but I was, the only thing I was told about her was that she, she, was, she was way too good for me, which told me nothing at all. Now it's one of those, she's really nice. Yeah, yeah, makes her own clothes, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. But she's a butterface. But but they say, and when she's when they said she was too good for me, look, I, you know, we're getting we're getting sound effects today about my date, <laughs> and it's bothering me. It's bothering me. So uh, I'm sorry. So anyway, you know, I I knew because this this was a big event. You know, haven't haven't had a date in you know a long time. Um, so I got all dressed up. 
you know, had my muscle shirt on and <laughs> my. Now wait a minute. <laughs> I really, I'm feel, I'm really worried about you today. You're just. You're not, you're not yourself, because you know what, okay, muscle shirts, now I'm Italian, like, all my old boyfriends wore muscle shirts, and because they could, because they had muscles. M muscle shirt looks, muscle shirts look good with sloped foreheads. <laughs> if it's stuffed in the sleeve. You don't have to actually have muscles, you know, they don't. <laughs> They don't ask you that when you go okay, buy I'm, one of these Okay, things, so you so. had your muscle shirt on. Yeah. How could she resist? Well, you know, a muscle muscles. shirt, and my my Levi jeans, and a and, and a pair of nice uh, zipper colors. or button fly. I had uh, I can't remember, but I had some suspenders to go with it. <laughs> oh, and I knew that I was looking fine. I'm picturing you know? Mork from Mork from Rourke, Mork from what was that Mork and Mindy's show with those crazy suspenders? Oh gosh, I hated that show. Hated it. Hated it. Are those the suspenders um, you have like that? They, they sort of look like that. They were okay. the rainbow-colored suspenders. Hmm. And so I pulled up at her house. You know, I was excited. I mean, really excited. You know, mm -hmm. I, I actually a date. I, I couldn't even believe it. Mm -hmm. you know, no one around me could believe it. Mm -hmm. And She couldn't believe she was going on a date with you. And the, the, there she stood in the, in the frame of her doorway, mm -hmm. you know, with her, with her buck teeth, uh, shining in the moonlight. Wow, what a pair. Drool, um, you know, really coming out. Did you bring her a her corsage? Um, <laughs> no, I didn't bring her anything <clears throat> because I really don't know how to handle myself on a date. And, and I could see, you know, with the buck teeth and the drool, I could see she was a girl for me. And, uh, you know, because with buck teeth, I'm willing to overlook it. That's the kind of guy I am. I'm just going to look right past it um, uh -huh. because. I already knew she was too good for me. So we go to the restaurant, and um, <clears throat> as we walk through the place, her buck teeth disgusted many of the people there. I could see it on their faces, mm -hmm. but but not me. I say. So we sit down. We're having a we're having a nice conversation. Well, okay, that's not exactly true. We weren't having any conversation at all. Is the truth of it? She didn't seem to have a whole lot of personality. How but can I'm, she talk past her buck teeth? Well, some of the some of the words were a little bit tough for her to enunciate. <laughs> so you have to, you know, I was like a like a person who was hard of hearing. I had to kind of watch her mouth, which was a little bit hard to do. I didn't want to look directly at it. Um, that would be rude. But but you know, so we we started talking, and on a first date, you know how it goes. Um, you want to find out about the other person. And I'll tell you, something interesting on first dates and maybe on some dates after that, and we can talk about this at a different time because it's actually one of, one of the things that I have noticed in life that I've always thought was interesting. But you know, when you go on a date, you're, two things are happening. People tend to think when they're on a date that they're trying to find out about the other person. You know, we all think of it that way. And a, a lot of people, I think, miss the other thing that's going on, and that is that you are trying to reveal certain things about yourself. And, and some of them might be real or not real, but you want to be thought of in a certain way by the other person. So it's not just finding out about them. It's sort of, you know, playing a card or two of your own so that you are giving them the impression of you that you want them to have. Now, now look, I know we're all supposed to be real, but those things do happen. That That's just part of 
two human beings together who have never met before, and you know it's an important night. Some of those things you know become factors in in what's going on. So what happened with Butterface? Let's. Well, you know, if you would just let me tell the story. <laughs> You know, we'd all be better off. Remember, you can step outside while I'm telling it if you well, want. Well, you know, we do, we'll have a break soon, so I just want to make sure we get it all in. So <laughs> what goes on during this date is, um, during any date really, is, you know, when I talked about revealing things about yourself and them, uh, you're trying to figure out things about them, it is, it is a little bit like a game of uh, blackjack. It's kind of like two games of blackjack where you're, you're, playing, you're playing cards of your own. And you're trying to stay within 21. We all know how to play blackjack. I don't play it, but we all know how to play it. And uh, then they are playing cards. You don't know what they're going to play. And it's kind of like they don't know what they're going to play. The card just appears on the table. And it is a, it is a dangerous and nerve-wracking thing to have going on because if you go over 21, it's over. You know, and that does happen. I believe we're being told that we need to take a break already. We is do, right? but I just... Yeah, I just okay. okay. So, were you playing blackjack? Let's. No, we weren't actually playing okay. blackjack. See, I'm speaking in the figurative sense. Oh, okay, I got I got a little confused. So maybe we should go to a break so I can like clear my head to understand blackjack with Butterface. I'm going to define the word figurative for you too. Okay, that's fabulous. Maybe Charles de Gaulle will come in. Woohoo! Wee wee! We're going to take a break. See you in a couple minutes. Welcome back to the Gabriella, Maria, Teresa, and Scott show. This is Gabby. I'm still laughing and at that that whatever that was, a Waffle House. Now I need a waffle. Um, we are taking calls here at our show, so uh, if anybody's out there, um, call us because we would we would love you to interrupt Scott. Um, you can call us at nine one four three three eight one one eight six nine one four three three eight one one eight six or go to hearwomentalk.com and join the chat line. We are on chat taking any kind of commentary you have. But let's return to this story with Scott's date over the weekend playing blackjack with Butterface. Y you know, um, <laughs> all right now. I love you. If, if a caller calls, they will be so welcome to me because it will give me somebody, somebody different I can talk to and maybe somebody who doesn't interrupt me so much. That's what I'm hoping for. My so name is Gabby. If you can commit to that, go ahead and call. So I was, I was talking in a figurative sense about how, how blackjack is played by both people, especially on a first date. So, of course, I asked about her, um, you know, because that's a nice thing to do. And so I asked her, you know, what kind of interest she had, how she liked to spend her time, you know, th those kinds of things. Typical question, N nothing, nothing altogether searching about that. But she had a great answer. Um, she, she likes to write short stories. I think she majored in English and, and likes to write short stories. So I asked her what sort of short stories, and she said she liked to write short stories that have sort of a religious theme. Mm -hmm. And I thought, ah. That's pretty neat. And it appealed to me because, you know, I love literature and love reading and, you know, love language and all those kinds of things. So, you know, she talked about that for a little bit, you know, really didn't talk about it much more. That's what she said. But I thought, you know, gosh, th that's really a wonderful thing. And so I, I, I thought and went, went through, you know, the, the library that exists in my mind and I pulled out a, a short story written by Leo Tolstoy. So, so we have here a short story 
written by Leo Tolstoy in his beautiful but strong Russian hand, and the story has a uh, religious undercurrent, uh, maybe more than an undercurrent, but it, it is a great story, and I've told it many times uh, with great effect because it's one of my favorite. And, I, I, of course, I told it that night with my, with my customary um, lingual skills, which could never be debated, so please don't say anything about that, Gabby. I told it well. I've made people cry with this story, and, and I even told it with great effect because I'm a performer now. So I, the, the emotion was so strong you are. that my voice even broke at places in the story. I knew I was getting through. Did you kiss her? Look, I'm trying to get was through the story. Was there a happy ending? So when I finished the story... He's you not going to answer me. You know, the story has... Yeah, I'm just ignoring her now. <laughs> um, when I finished the story, I sort of looked, looked up at her and... Um, I hate to... I really hate to interrupt you for real, but we have a call. And right. I need a little break from you, so I'd like to take this call from Carrie. It sounds like she might want to talk to you. Hey, Carrie. I think against my better judgment. Hey, Gabby, how are you? I'm great, Carrie. How are you? I noticed. I'm how super. Thank you. She didn't say hi to me. It's I just. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> I uh, have listened to you guys. Your your show last week. I think you both are fabulous. But, oh, thank um, you. One thing I did notice was that Scott. You know, in referencing just women, it seemed like he mentioned a lot about their appearance. It was very important to him. Mm -hmm. you know, he, he talked a lot, I guess, about, um, I don't, was it a woman with a, what kind of head did she have? I oh, can't the remember. donkey head. Um, the donkey, donkey head, yes. exactly. So there was a donkey-headed woman he referenced, <laughs> and then there was another female, I think, in the same holy story horror. he described as being. The holy horror. Yeah, like the ugliest creature on this planet, right. right. So, so I'm, I'm picking up what he's putting down, which I think is appearance, of, apparently is is high on his party list. Um, don't mean to talk about you like you're not here, Scott. <laughs> but I'm just curious because I noticed that um, like there is not a photograph of you guys online, and so he seems to me to be sort of hiding behind this animated picture of himself, and mm. I'm, I find that interesting since appearance seems to be such an important, you know, thing to him as far as identifying maybe who he does and does not want to go out with, um, that, you know, he himself doesn't have a, a photograph of himself on, on the website. Um, the, the producers had a lot to say about that because <laughs> I fought like the devil to get my picture on there. And, you know, they, they had some marketing terms that they used and, and, and things like that. And I heard words like, um, you know, repulsive and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and I said, well, how about... So were there were any mention to, to barnyard animals? And just, you know, like... In reference to Scott? No, Scott, we can't be <laughs> In reference to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, are you single? Oh, he's speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, are you single and available? I am single. I'm, I, I can't really say I'm available, though. You know what uh, I mean? I mean... <laughs> I know what you mean. It's girl. kind of on a case-by-case -case basis, so, yeah. I, I, anyway, I... I <laughs> if, there, if you could I've see... I've effectively shut him up for a while anyway, so... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, do you, by any chance, like guys with uh, sloped foreheads? You know, is that, is that sort do of... Do you like taken? guys with what? I'm sorry. Sloped foreheads. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I can't say that I've ever actually seen that, so I can't really answer the question. <laughs> well, you know, it's beginning to sound like maybe appearance might be important to you. But, you know, when it comes to donkey head, you know, that donkey head was, was a medical condition. And so I, I really was describing that from, from strictly a physician's point of view mm. that, that she had. a. That was like a, a diagnosis, huh? That was uh, something we might find. Right. Like written in a chart somewhere, this person has donkey head syndrome. It, it, it's, it's not like, you know, a donkey head syndrome. It was a donkey head it was you know, a donkey head. And that's, I hear you. That's Did what she I have get an across. actual donkey head? An actual donkey head. She really had a donkey head. It 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 looked like one of those uh, zodiacal, if I'm saying that right, signs, where it's you know half oh, horse so, and yeah, okay. half man, except it was kind yeah. of the other half. Mm. You know, she had. That's very unfortunate. Yeah, but 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 look, <laughs> I I loved her right through her her donkeyness. You know, I loved her right Is through. Is that right? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! And, and, and like so, you guys were talking last week, and thank you. You've never been married before, is that right, Scott? Um, yes, that's correct. <laughs> I love you, Carrie. <laughs> Somebody else has shut him off because I haven't been able to get in the word edgewise in this whole afternoon. Go on. <laughs> yes, Scott. Really you've, you've never been married. Tell us. Identify. <laughs> I really hate to identify who I am, but I also do a show with Hear Women Talk, and I was sort of asked to call in just to harass Scott today, and so I'm just... <laughs> oh, Carrie, you shouldn't have ruined really, it. <laughs> what's that? Keep up the facade. Yeah. <laughs> I figured... Yeah, because I have a feeling Friday morning I'm going to get this is going to come back to haunt me, but... Um, oh, is your show on Fridays, <laughs> Carrie? Um, so did I say Fridays? I meant Tuesday. Uh, um, Tuesday I, at three, I think it is. Yeah. So process of elimination. Yeah, so you've got to be sure <laughs> to tune me in. But anyway, I think you guys are great. I have enjoyed your show so far. You guys are a hoot. And, think, and who are you uh, really? Are you really get Carrie? Yes, I really am. I'm Carrie Nichol. I do a friend. I do a show with my friend Sherelle. Um, awesome. We're a couple of therapists up here in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we do a show on Friday morning at ten. Yeah, you know, well, I, I knew that's who you were, and I knew that this was a a, a put up job from one of the people behind <laughs> both of our shows. So, I, you know, as soon as I saw the name on the card that was held up, I thought, "Oh, here we go. Here we go. The psychologist is calling in oh, to break me, me down you hard." You didn't fill me in on that. Um, well, oh. I knew her name. <laughs> so you know, oh, so you're so you're a psychologist, right? Yeah, up in Raleigh. Oh, mm -hmm. Carrie, could you please come here and do some counseling in in the studio because it would really help me if he got some counseling, <laughs> like in person. <laughs> in person, you guys are a little far away from me. But yeah, I, I do remember you all talking last week about the fact that it would probably be helpful for Scott to find a you know qualified mental health professional. And yes. you know, and after what I've heard, you know, might not be a bad idea. But um, you know, I mean, being single and how old are you, Scott? Uh, I I never say that on the show. How much you want to pay me to not say it? <laughs> um, because I want people to think of me as any age they want me to be. Oh, I see. Okay. I would, I don't, can I guess? If I guess, will you tell me, you know, if I'm far off, if I'm close? Um, now, I'm, I'm apt to, I'm apt to answer you, but whether it's the truth or not will be any man's guess. Because uh, I'm, I'm not known for uh, being oh, true. Oh, go ahead, guess, Carrie. 
I, I don't know, like maybe 46. Wow. 46. Wow. Okay. Do you have any other guesses? If I wasn't 46, <laughs> uh, what would your other guess be, like 40, 45? Uh, yeah, I'd have to stay somewhere within that general vicinity. Okay. Are you going to well, answer that? Scott? Well, un unfortunately, while I will be happy to tell you in a different conversation. Um, on a date with yeah, Carrie? Yeah, I really don't say much. Why don't you ask Carrie out on a date? Well, Carrie has already, you saw her backing out of that when you asked if she was available. You saw her saying, uh, you know, it was all drawn out. It's a case-by-case -case basis. Any woman is available if it's the right guy. <laughs> yeah. You need I, to prove yourself a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Right, Carrie? Yeah, that's true. But he, but one thing I do see is he's a good listener. He heard what I said. I mean, that you know, that was probably what, like three, four minutes ago. He heard. He remembered. That's that's good. Hey, there's hope for you, Scott. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of my <laughs> one of my many gifts. Now, you know, I'm a, I'm a talented individual. <laughs> Carrie, how old um, are you? Multi. I am 44. Ooh, uh, that could work out really well. Do Do you have buck teeth? No, absolutely not. I don't have any buck teeth. What about, a, what about a sloped forehead? Oh, you know what? Here's the thing. There's a picture of me on the website. No, actually, I have seen your picture, <laughs> and I know exactly what you look like, and I've, I've looked at it more than once, I can tell you. Could somebody bring in some cold water? <laughs> He's starting to sweat in here. It's, it's getting a little ugly. Cold water, please. Cold water. Or cold shower. Now, before you go, if you could, because they're holding up a sign for a, uh, a, another break that we have to take. Um, break. Because, you know, we're totally exhausted here now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but if, before you go, maybe you could suggest to Gabby that she actually allow me to get through this story that I'm telling, oh. rather than interrupting me. Carrie, isn't the story taking forever? Were you listening? Well, you know, he's a little for both, but... He'll get around to it eventually, and you, you know you got some time to kill. So I know, but it, but I am Gabby. Maybe, maybe maybe instead of cold water, you need to just bring the guy a cup of coffee. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I like or the a way gag. you. That might help. Ex duct tape for his mouth. That might expedite the story a little bit. Yeah, uh, duct tape will work. That'll work. I don't. I don't really. And then you and I, Gabby, you and I could just spend the rest of the hour talking. And, I love you know, that. I mean, you should come on the show. For someone who has already heard our shows before, for you to characterize it as time to kill, um, that, that kind of hurts a little bit. So what's your what's your prognosis, Dr. Carey? What's your prognosis on him? I'm I think sorry, he needs, he needs a, I, I would like to have your psychoanalysis of him. We do have to go to break, but maybe you could email me, like, your psychoanalysis of, of Scott after listening to him. Sure, I'll listen to today and maybe, you know, maybe one more hour of him and, and I'm sure I can come up with something. <laughs> awesome. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for calling and we're going to listen to you. Absolutely. Thanks, okay. Um, I hope I don't hear from you, Scott. All right. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Gail. Well, well I, think, uh, I think we need to go take a break because um, Scott uh, needs a cold shower, a cup of coffee, and some duct tape. So we'll see you in a couple minutes. I'll take care of those things. Oh, okay. I'll bring us back. Hi. Welcome back to the Gabriella, Maria, Teresa, and Scott. Right. Now, Gabby, if you would pipe down for a few minutes, I'd like to get through this story because I thought it was pretty good. It would have been better. It's already lost a lot of steam here. 
with the constant interruptions. But where we, where we left off there, um, if you were here at the start of the show, was I was telling this great short story with a religious undercurrent. About religious to a, poetry. To a, to a girl who understand, who girl who uh, says she writes short stories with religious themes. And I told the story beautifully. I'd said that, you know, my, my voice had broken in the end, which was totally an act on my part. It's part of, part of the performance, you know. So I get to the end of that story, you know, this, this heartbreaking, beautiful, life-changing story, and I, I look up at, at her, and, and she is sitting there, not even looking in my direction, eating raw carrots with those giant teeth of hers. I, I I knew she hadn't heard a word of what I said, so I thought, well, look, I'm gonna stick with it here, you know. I didn't ask her what she thought of the story because, you know, she might as well have been in the bathroom while I was telling it. So I asked her. I, now I thought when I told that story, you know, I hit, there I was sitting there with my game of blackjack, you know, with a with a ten of spades, and I figured that was that was the jack of spades. Game over. You were really and playing I'm, blackjack. No, we weren't playing blackjack. So you don't understand the word figurative. I don't know when we'll have time to go over these things before we go on the air, because I would presume you'd be embarrassed about it. You, you should be. Um, I like poker. So I asked her if she would, I mean, just to show you the kind of fella I am, I asked her if she would tell me one of her short stories. It was time for her to play a card. Oh, God, I well, hope it's shorter. Here, here's, here's what she said. She, she hemmed, she hawed, and then she admitted that she had never actually written a short story. But if she did write one, it would be one with a religious tone to it. So, you know, the, the card that I was expecting, I mean, the card, she was sitting, sitting there at about 11 when she told me that she had written, written short stories, because I, I thought that was very, very cool. And then she, she doesn't like my story, which was, you know, something approaching a sin, and then it turns out she had never written a short story of, of her own, which was a fraud. So rather than her sitting there at 11 and playing a 10, she played like, and they don't even have cards with values like this, but she played like a 30. You know, so she was really out of the contest at that point. But I hung in there. You know, I was taking her home. And, you know, we watch all these things. On a first date, Everything gets noticed. Everything matters. It's all important. So you know you really you're really under heavy scrutiny, and, and I was doing some scrutinizing myself. So we pull in at this gas station, um, and I was you know getting gas. And when I get gas, you know I ready myself because I pay with a credit card. I ready myself for the process by you know getting a good wide stance in front of the pump. Wow. Getting the credit card ready. And I'm going to put it right in that slot, and I'm going to pull it out as hard as I can because I know what the experience sounds is going to really be. Sounds really dirty. No, it's, well, to you. It sounds well, dirty. Why don't you sit there and enjoy that moment? In a um, stance, putting it in, pulling it out. What? Oh, for heaven's sake. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. So as soon as, I, as, soon as you put the card in, we've all had this experience. I, I put the card in, and, you know, there I was, you know, like Buffalo Bill or something. I was so quick and ready. I put it in. Pull it, and as soon as it goes in, I pull it out. <laughs> but in not enough time for the pump to for the pump to say, I mean, in an, uh, the pump had plenty of time to say, remove card quickly. <laughs> and so the point is that no matter how fast I am, and I've I've got attributes that resemble the superhero of the Flash, you can't get that card in and get it back out without it saying without it scolding you, 
remove card quickly as if you've done something wrong. So I turned to, you know, Bucktooth there, and I said, why is that? The thing always says remove card quickly no matter how fast you are. And she had no idea what I was talking about. She said, what do you mean? I said, well, on the gas pump it says remove card quickly when you put your card in. And she said, where does it say it? I said, well, it says it on, on the pump. She said, where on the pump? I said, well, right there is where it says it. Um, I said, have you ever paid with a credit card? She said, yeah. I said, you never saw that before? And she said, no. Uh, so as far as I was concerned, she had played another 30. And so I, I, I took her home. Now, the strange thing is you could see she had played a 10 and 230, so she was wildly over the mark there. But she has been calling me ever since. She called me on Saturday, called me on Sunday, called me again yesterday. By today, she finally quit. Um, because I hadn't called her back at Maybe all. Maybe she liked the way you inserted your card. Oh, Gabby, and Gabby, pulled it out. Gabby, you would you would like that part of the story. So um, it just sounded like it was code for something else. It was it was not code. It was not code. So okay. I'm sorry for everybody out there that you had to hear that story three words at a time. You know that's how it goes every now and then. That's how it goes all the time. But uh, now let's turn to Gabby and see if she has something that that she would like to say. Um, how could I speak after that story? Well, you've already done more talking than I have. It was my story, but somehow you <laughs> talked more. I have not. I have not talked more well, than you. What would you like to talk about? Because I'm going to cut you <laughs> off as soon as you get started. Well, one of the things I want to talk about was your love life, and I guess, I guess we got that. Yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of don't want to talk about my love life anymore. It's, it's a tough topic. You know, and the only reason I'm able to talk about it is that nobody really knows who I am. So, you know, I can be uh, relatively honest about it, and people can decide what parts of these stories are true and what what parts are, or maybe a little bit of an exaggeration. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But <clears throat> so anyway, what's on your mind, gal? Oh my gosh, there's so much, as you can, as you can probably guess. Um, other other than, <laughs> I love when Dustin laughs at us. He's just He's laughing at us or with us. I'm not really sure. Bueller. <laughs> Who was that for? I don't know what that was. I don't know. Well, go ahead. What you got? Oh, there's lots of things. Um, this weekend it was Father's Day. I wanted to get on a serious note. I was missing my dad a little bit this weekend because of Father's Day. Do you do anything special for Father's Day? Uh, no, I'm, I am a father of my little my little boy, my little dog. Um, and I have a father, um, and I know your father is deceased. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did your did the dogs get you anything? No, a couple people sent me things from Little Rigby, and uh, I thought that was real nice. That's so really cute. We he took me on a Father's Day walk and and things like that. Did he make you so, breakfast? Uh, uh, no, he didn't. He didn't make me breakfast. But you know, he's a he's a great boy. He's a great boy. But people probably don't want to hear about all that maybe that's boring to them but it's not boring to me but I love dogs I think dogs are really cool and actually that kind of reminds me of my whole rant about the pet industry because it's oh you're going to rant are you not a rant I mean I've got two dogs I love my dogs I love my girls they're my they're the only daughters I'll ever have I won't have any human daughters but they're expensive I mean it's it's a racket the pet industry I mean, I take well, them... To buy a dog, you mean? Just everything that goes along with the dogs. Well, for one, I have girls, and they have to have clothes. They have a lot of clothes. 
They have a lot of dresses, a few tiaras. I mean, it. they have more clothes than I do. But forget all that. Just going to the vet. Like, my little one's been scratching and scratching and scratching, and so she got a little scab. But I didn't know what it was. I thought, what if, like, a tick has buried itself? So I start to be a frantic mother, and I take her to the vet. I'm like, I don't know what's there. And they scrape it all away. It's like, no, is it just a... She's just scratching. Her skin was itchy. So I'm like, we'll give her an antibiotic, and we'll give you some medicine to put on it to, to help her. And then, and then the vet's like, yeah, it's just acne medicine. Well, you know, like acne medicine. You just put it on. And I'm like, for $30? I could have gone to the Walgreens for acne medicine for the dog. But it's special in a special bottle. But okay, it's so you think the veterinarian is really sticking it to you? Absolutely. They have all these upsells. So, so they're, they're doing the, the exam on both dogs. They take them at the same time. And so they look at the five-year-old's teeth and they go, oh, Lola's got, Lola's got tartar. She's got tartar buildup. For this price, if you sign today, we could clean her teeth and save you 20% if you book it today. You know, I bet this is warm in everybody's hearts to know that while Gabby says she loves her dog, she's also perfectly willing to put a price tag on that love. <laughs> and apparently, you know, $30 for medicine and $20 for a teeth cleaning, that exceeds the love that she feels, oh, and so please. it's bothering her. They have a bigger wardrobe than you do. They are very spoiled. They are very taken care of. But they have plaque on their teeth <laughs> and acne. You suck. <laughs> now, you know, when I take my little boy, my little dog to the veterinarian, he's always upset. But you're bringing up a point here because I always thought he was upset because he was afraid they were going to hurt him. Well, maybe he's upset because he's, he feels he's being overcharged. I don't know. Well, I, okay, you know how, like, when women go get their hair cut, getting, a, getting your hair cut as a woman is always more than a man. Taking your clothes to the dry cleaners, always more than a man. Taking my female dogs to the groomers. They charge more money for one of the dogs than the other dogs because her hair is longer. I, I, it's discrimination. She's a dog. You're going to cut her hair. You're going to spend the same amount of time. <laughs> I think they're prejudiced because she's AKC certified. But she doesn't feel bad about it. You do. I do, yeah. You know, if anybody was listening last week and remembers, you know, that Gabby, uh, when Gabby and I see each other outside the show, she never has her wallet with her. So I always have to pay because it's either pay or get arrested. And um, so you, you see that this is a theme that continues with her. Okay. Those so two little girls who do nothing but love her all day long. No, no, no. You're not you worth always $20. have a way to turn it around. Well, look, I speak the truth. I see a spade, I call it a spade. Okay, listen. I don't carry a wallet because that's the way I was raised. I, I never had to pay for anything. I was a daddy's girl. Things fell off the truck every week and landed in the house. Yeah, that's a story for a different time. People don't know what you're talking about. I do. I do. But um, Think like Sopranos. Well, not really Sopranos. Yeah, that's another story for another time. Yeah, and th there are some pretty good stories in there. Y'all have something to look forward to there. Gosh, we have to take another break. Um, we got we got a minute to 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 sum this up. So anyway, so I just feel like 
Sometimes they overcharge. Well, you know what it really is? This is what it is. They make me feel bad about myself. They make me feel like a bad mommy, a bad dog mommy, because I'll come in and they'll be like, oh, look at Roxy's hair. Do you not comb her? Do you not brush her out? She's a mess. Because of you now, we have to do all this extra work. Oh, we need to show you how to brush her out. And they make me feel horrible every time. Well, it sounds like you don't care for your dogs. <laughs> And you don't want to pay for somebody else to care for them. No, this the, is a wonderful, the groomer wonderful is, the, story. The groomer is just, no, here's the thing. The groomer is just finding an excuse to charge me more each time. Every time I take them in, it's like $5 more. It goes up every week. Another $5. Okay, well, uh, maybe I should just sit here and act as though I'm really bothered by it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some things here around the studio just to show how mad I am. <laughs> and I am... You know, totally with you on this thing. I am your ally. You know, the veterinary business should be shut down altogether. Is that what you want me to say? Or do you, th do you think maybe you could loosen up a little bit and brush your dog's teeth every now and then, brush their hair now and then, and be willing to pay a very little legitimate medical bill so they have a longer, happier life? You know what I really need to do? I just need to hire an assistant who can do all that. I'm going to have my assistant do it. Yeah, why care, why care for your own children? Hire somebody else to do it. So if anybody is looking for a job out there and wants to assist me, be my personal assistant, give us a call right after we take this break. If anybody can stand all the talking, you take that job now. 914-338-1186. Give us a call after this break. See ya. Welcome back, folks, to the Gabriella, Maria, Teresa, and Scott show. And unfortunately, Gabby has yet another boring story that she's going to tell. So if you would try to endure it along with me, um, we'll feel good about what we've done you know, in, a, in a charitable sense. Go mm -hmm. ahead, Gabby. Wow. You're so generous. Just like when we go out and you bring your wallet. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, I was talking on the break about, you know, we live in a... Um, we don't really talk about this too much, but we live in a tourist destination. So um, most of the industry here is tourism, and, and everything's about service and customer service. And I'm also in the customer service industry. And it's just amazing. Tourism season hits, and we're not fully prepared. And so no one's really prepared because they're kind of easing back in. Because we live in the south, we're kind of laid back a little bit. And then wham, all the northerners come in, back to business. And it just becomes evident to me because I believe in great service. But I just wanted to share this funny story with you because I find it funny. Nobody else may, but I found it funny. So a couple weeks ago, go to this local restaurant for dinner. It was pretty late. Um, I think I had a whole bunch of meetings that day. Well, by the time we got there, it was like 8.30, 9 o'clock. And I was, I was pretty hungry, and I was tired, and I was cranky. Are you falling asleep, Mommy? And so here's the thing. When I'm hungry, you need to feed me because if you don't, I'm really, really cranky and it's bad. And I know, like I know that about me, like I know I'm cranky. And here I'm sitting there trying to put in an order and the restaurant is filled with tourists, tourists in khaki pants and white shirts. All, like there was a, like a table of 20 with khaki pants and white shirts because they just got off the beach from their beach family photo. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this is serious. I'm like, look at them. They just took a picture. So finally the waiter comes over. 
and I order, um, he asked me for a drink order. My, my date was sitting at the bar smoking. I'm sitting there alone, and I order a Chardonnay. And he comes back, and he goes, I'm sorry, we're out of, we're out of Chardonnay. Like charcoal, like char- we're out of Chardonnay. And he was like, this is a Mexican restaurant, but he was very Caucasian. And I said, okay, well, what kind of, what other white wine might you have? And he said, um, I think we have white Zinfandel and Merlot. Uh, I'm like, okay, well, white Zinfandel. You go to the high class places. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the problem. That's I sh- I should have gotten a better date. Yeah, you had to pay your taken, own way yes. that day. So no, no, I just place. had a bad date. That was just a bad date. So white Zinfandel, I tell him, is pink, and Merlot, also known as Merlot, is red. <laughs> so I say, well, okay, how about a um, absolute citron and soda? And he's like, a what? An absolute citron and soda. And he looks at me like he's just baffled. I go, do you have vodka? He's like, oh, yeah, I think we do. I'm like, well, do you have absolute? I don't know. I'm like, you know what, let me just walk. I'm just going to walk. Because I'm getting really crabby because I still haven't been served my chips and salsa yet. Yeah, and you're always pushy. so Right. And I'm really trying to maintain, like, not blowing up. Because it's not his fault that he doesn't know what Merlot is. It's well, whose fault would it be? I guess it is his fault. Yeah, okay. So I go to the bar, I look at the bar, my date's smoking there, and he's like, what's up? And I'm, and he, he knows me well enough to know, like, oh, God, she's going to blow. I don't even want to be near her. Right. I'm like, okay, so you have absolute. So I'll have an absolute. And i got to say, I was slightly mean. I'm like, I'll have an absolute and soda. Club soda. Because now I'm afraid he's going to put Coca-Cola in it or something when I say soda. So I'm like, and I'll take lemons. So if I can have lemons, I'll make my own, like, citrusy vodka. And I go back to the table, and I sit down. He brings me my drink, and it has limes in it. And I know this sounds like, like a high-class problem, high-maintenance problem. And I go, um, and I really, now I feel kind of sorry for him because he's just a mess. I'm like, could I get some lemons possibly? And he looks at me really confused. He goes, uh, which ones are those? I'm like, what do you mean, which one are those? He goes, are those the yellow things? I said, yeah, those would be the yellow things. He goes, I get the two so confused. <laughs> I'm like, where's the camera? Am I, am, I, am I being punked? He was totally serious. He had no idea. Now, I do know that that's a true story. You, you had told me that before, yeah. you know, a few days ago, and that is, that is an unbelievable story. Yeah. Um, it's true. And it's just another example of how you just like to complain. <laughs> no, I just found it really, I found it funny. I found it very funny that someone didn't know what lemons were. Are those the, are those the yellow ones? Well, they I, are the yellow ones, right? Th- yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was right. <laughs> but then he followed it up with, I get so confused. <laughs> Um, and then he tried, he just tried so hard the rest of it. And I'm like, I, like once I started eating, then I was fine. And I wasn't mean anymore. Right. I wasn't really mean to begin with. I was just like, how do you not know what lemons are? Yeah. If, if the waiter hard. had been smart, he would, he would have given her enough food so that she could, you know, pack both cheeks with every bit of it. That would keep <laughs> her happy. I think she wouldn't care if it's absolute or some other kind of vodka, lemons, limes, anything goes. You feed Gabby. And uh, she's in heaven. 
True. Uh, he just didn't know that. He didn't know. He didn't get the memo. Did you pay your own bill? No. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> all right, there's this other funny thing. Okay, so there's all kinds of funny stories about being in a tourist market, especially where we are, because it's like a big timeshare kind of mecca. And so the tourists here have been conditioned to ask for discounts to everything because there's timeshare people going, hey, hey, let's see a free show. Want to see a free show? Hey, just get a show. Come on, come on over here. Come on over here. What are you doing this week? You want to see a free show? And they're like, yeah. Are you saying free show? Free show. Okay. And then they get over to get their tickets. All you got to do is take this 90-minute tour and get your free show tickets. And they're like, okay. And it turns into a seven-hour tour. Right. The hook is set. Right. So the mentality here is very like discount, 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 discount. So the last place I worked, literally I would get people who would say, can I, um, do you have a discount for local senior veterans? I want a local's discount, a veteran discount, and a senior citizen discount. Oh, that's three discounts three, in yeah, one. They want all of them. So you just hand them a 20 and yep. tell them to come on in? I got, yeah, exactly. You owe them. <laughs> you, okay, but this is the clincher. And I don't mean this to be offensive, but I, this is the clincher. When someone begins a sentence, I don't mean it to well, be offensive. It gets, it's going no, to no, be No, 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 it's not, but it gets delicate when we start talking about race and culture. But I found this funny. And so I have to share it. So a friend of mine who works in the timeshare business, well, she works in a visitor's, it's called a visitor center, but it's really a timeshare tourist trap. This, this couple comes in and they want discounted show tickets. I don't know what show. And they ask her, and she's like the most adorable you would like her. She's really cute. They ask her, um, do you have an African-American discount? Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> and, and she's telling this story, and I go, what did you, she's like, I said, excuse me? Do you have an African-American discount? She's like, uh, no. Like, she was so afraid that, like, she was going to get in trouble with the wrong answer because we're so sensitive about race. We're just, as a society, we're very sensitive. Well, I'm not sensitive about it, but. But, but, but a lot of people are. Yeah. And, and. A lot of people are sensitive about it, and she was so afraid to give the wrong answer. And he's like, oh, okay, I just had to ask. I'm like, did you tell him, like, today's Latina Day? We do Latina discounts <laughs> today. African-American discounts tomorrow. And Italian-Americans are on Friday. So you probably, uh, when you're going into a show, you ask for the, um, do you have a discount for a pushy chatterbox? <laughs> Yeah, no. I'm sure discounts like that. Well, they should be available because you're all in a specialty class. You're challenged, you know, you're challenged. You should get a discount. Well, actually, I just walk in and, I, and go, you know who I am? And they go, yes, Miss Gabriella, yes. You, you Here's know, your discount. All I can think about while you're telling this story is your your poor dogs at home with their, with their unbrushed, you know, plaque-caked, teeth and unkempt hair. You know, so I really haven't heard, heard a word you've said since then because this, this masquerade of your loving the dogs is utterly and completely transparent. Um, real fast, we're actually, the show's almost over. That's unfair. I know. Um, Crystal on the chat line said, was he Russian? I don't know if she's talking to me and if she's referring to any, oh, oh, maybe she's talking about the guy with the lemons and the limes. No, he was not Russian. He was, he was a southern boy. He was one of ours. 
Now, Leo Tolstoy was mentioned earlier in the show by the more intellectual of the two co-hosts, and he, he indeed was Russian. <laughs> Just want to make that point. There, a, a Russian did, did make you know, an, an appearance on the show today. Awesome. Maybe Charles de Gaulle will come back next week. He's French. Well, that was my way of poking at you. You're really, He's dead. You're really showing off your knowledge of history, aren't you? I know a lot of history. Um, we got to go. We got to go. It's been fun playing with you, but we got to go. Say goodbye, Scott. All right. Bye. That's our show for today. This has been the Gabrielle, Maria, Teresa, and Scott show, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. Have a great week. We love you guys. Mwah. Come see us next week. Bye.